Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at Forward Church. Listen, I'm so glad you tuned in to today's podcast. I hope it challenges you and inspires you to go after God and be all that God's called you to be. Enjoy today's message. Title of the message is Men After His Heart. Men After His Heart. Please listen closely. I will do my best to keep this as brief as possible. I did some research last night, and here's one of the uh, research topics. There is a father absence crisis in America. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 19.7 million children, more than one in four, live without a father in their home. And you thought that was like a little game that we were playing just a few moments ago? The father absence crisis in America. Ladies and gentlemen, now that we're all back together, in the conference that I was a part of in Orlando, they're talking about everything than what they should talk about. Not talking about the home and not talking about daddies. Listen closely. Because of a one to four ratio, four times greater risk of poverty for children today. Next. Because of a one to four ratio, more likely to have behavioral problems. Are you kidding me? I know that's true. All you got to do is show up in August. There'll be referrals on day one. Listen closely. Two times greater risk of infant mortality just because of the absence of a father. Listen closely. Because one out of four more likely to go to prison. Sometimes we use God's word to cover truth. Because I'm giving you incredible information to tell you why we are where we are in this nation. Next, I'm going to leave a couple out so it doesn't offend anybody. Hmm. One out of four, listen closely, child abuse, more likely to face abuse and neglect. One of the biggest rampants we've got going on in our schools today is bullying, and they can't figure out where is this bullying coming from. When the home's right, the schools will be right. Listen closely. One out of four. More likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. Not use, abuse drugs and alcohol. I want to break that right there and I've got to be real careful with all of the guidelines and the rules and the laws and all of that. There was a young lady in our Tri-County area that was an incredible athlete. Was a part of two state championships just recently. She chose to change her lifestyle. Though she wasn't created that way. Oh, man. Coach Weber, Pastor Dennis, whatever you want to call me. Wow, he doesn't go with the current. Darn right. Darn straight. She chose a different lifestyle. Since graduating, I received this information in Orlando. Since graduating from high school, 
having won state championships in softball and basketball and receiving a Division I scholarship, she has been in prison six times since graduation. And the church just keeps playing. And the enemy likes that. And he despises when you have this kind of a pastor who just brings it. But I ain't afraid. Bring the junk. Why? Because I care about the young man that had to be removed from the courthouse and placed in interface. I will make a trip. I'm not going to be paid for that. But I'm going to go to Gainesville and visit him and see how he's doing. And if he keeps his act together, I made a commitment, men, that if he will do what he needs to do during those 30 days, he will have a free ticket down to watch the Rays. Why? He has no father. There are times to play kumbaya, and then there's times to get dressed and go to war. One out of four, child obesity, two times more likely to suffer obesity. Here's another one. And many administrators go, why are kids dropping out of school? We've got to think about this. Not really. All you've got to do is start praying. You'll know real quick. Hello? <laughs> Jimmy, it's the chocolate that I ate, my friend. <laughs> he and I had a little conversation before service. Ready for the last one? One out of four, two times more likely to drop out of high school. And you don't think daddies are important? And men, we were made for more than what we may think we carry waist down. In fact, that's not even the sign of a man. Y'all ready? (laughs) As I was reading one of the books by Vince Lombardi, I said to myself, It's a lot easier to read his material than actually be in his presence, which I couldn't have been because I wasn't that kind of an athlete. But oh, how we like to talk about Vince Lombardi until you meet a Vince Lombardi. (laughs) Acts 13, 22, here we go. But God, listen now, listen. Make sure you understand who God is. God removed Saul. That would be King Saul, not Saul who became Paul. And replaced him with David. Please don't think God's out of control. The sovereignty of God has not gone away. Woo! Woo! God removed Saul and replaced him with David, a man about whom God said, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. The only way you're going to stand fast... Gentlemen, men, young men, is to give your heart to Jesus Christ every day. Now listen, he will do everything I want him to do. (laughs) Jim Valvano, and I'm only going to give you five eyes and I'll do it quickly so that you understand what it means to be a biblical man. Jim Valvano said, My father gave me the greatest gift anyone could give to another person. He believed in me. Children and grandchildren need to know that you believe in them. Not what they're doing, but you believe in them. Hello? I remember when I was not where I am today many years ago, my father said, I will always love you, but I don't approve of what you're doing. Why don't we do that today? 
because we're soft and we're chicken and we're afraid and we don't want anyone not to dislike us. Thank you, Daddy. I love you with all my heart. Thank you, Daddy. And again, this is what he said, Dennis. I will always love you, but I do not approve. Your mother and I do not approve of what you're doing. Praise God for honesty. (laughs) Come on now. Here we go. Let's take a journey. Biblical men who are able to place others who will not walk this way are men who have integrity. That's the first one. They're all going to be eyes. Oh, by the way, I'm going to break in. I'm not a police officer, but I was around them all week. And they talked about that we need, listen, the ability to be aware of our situation. I'm hearing more and more in the church about judgment and judge and judge. How about awareness of your environment? If you're a biblical man, you look to see if men are filled with integrity. If they're not, you don't want to listen to the second point of this message. You want to be around men of integrity. Situational awareness. Situational awareness. Situational. Can I drop that into somebody's spirit this morning? Oh, my children aren't doing that. Oh, it doesn't smell like he's been out all night doing that. Uh, uh, Those aren't condoms in his room. Everything's going to be all right. (laughs) All right. If you say so. But I'm not flowing that way. Biblical men have integrity. Listen closely, please. Proverbs 28, 6. Better is a poor man who walks in his, in his integrity than a rich man who's crooked in his ways. I am always watching out for crooked people. Crooked. Why do you do that? Because my father was a man, my earthly dad was a man of integrity. There was nothing crooked about him. That's just the way it was. In his devotional, Pastor Grishel said, if you want to be a man of integrity, then maybe it's time to submit to God like never before. One of the most difficult things to do is to submit. And some of you may not like, maybe even some of the men don't like the way that I'm presenting this morning. That's not going to change anything. Still, the fire is here. You can't touch that fire. That fire was put in there by the Father. So that I will continue to be a man of integrity. Listen. And biblical men who have integrity, listen, are able to give instructions. <laughs> so you listen to everybody? Are you kidding me? Biblical men give instructions based on integrity. Psalm 32 verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Proverbs 10, 17 says, whoever heeds instruction shows the way to life. Listen, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. I'm on the highway to hell. I remember that song. No, you're not. You're taking others with you. And you're responsible for that. Come on, church. (laughs) All right, let's go to sports. One turnover can impact the whole game. And now you've got turnover after turnover where you have air upon air upon air. Listen closely. The Lord gave me this question. I want to share it with you. 
if you're not receiving instructions from above, how can you share them below? If you're not getting anything from the Father that's in alignment with His Word, why are you talking? Holy Spirit of God. Now, I'll sure be glad when this is over. Well, then continue to look at our culture. Continue to look at why we're having all these conferences. It's not that difficult. When men rise up and lead from the front and lay their lives down for their wife and for their children and will always do what is according to God's word, it's going to change the face of this culture. We need men of integrity. We need men who will instruct others, who will coach up other men. Third, biblical men. Who are they? They're men of integrity. They're men of instruction. They receive instruction and they share instruction based on the integrity of their lives. Hmm. Number three, biblical men make investments. Hmm. All these men right here, God is just putting all kind of tools into your toolbox this morning. Biblical men make investments. Let's see what that means. Proverbs 21.5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Want me to come downstairs and talk about our tri-county area? Many people live with no plans. And that's why there's poverty all around. Secondly, I'm right here in God's word, ladies and gentlemen. Many people are living in poverty because they make hasty decisions. He says, hey, I love you. And so we go, okay, let's get it on. Hasty decisions. (laughs) Here's another reason why there's poverty throughout this nation. Proverbs 14, 29. He who is impulsive exalts folly. When I'm impulsive, I'm opening up my heart, my mind, and my family to folly. My parents were not hasty and my parents were not impulsive. See how far we've fallen? I'm not even talking about the church. I'm talking about our country, ladies and gentlemen. And everything in the media is saying, get in the pool. Go with us. Look, don't you enjoy the current? Come on, make that decision. I know you just came in to get a couple things, but have you been in Walmart and walked all over the place? You can walk out of here with a whole lot more. Woo! Preach, brother. <laughs> Here's the last one. Making investments, Proverbs 13, 16. A wise man thinks ahead. A fool, I I didn't write this. A fool doesn't and even brags about it. I want to encourage the men. I'm speaking to men this morning. Be a man of integrity. Be a man who's under the instructions of the Holy Spirit, not the crowd. Listen closely. The closer Jesus came to the cross, less people were with him. (laughs) Finally, there were two. John, the beloved, and Mary. And number three, then begin making investments. Not in yourself, in your family, and make investments in the area where God has planted you i.e. the student who's at Interface and the two boys at Chiefman Elementary School. They're also on the docket for a trip to Tampa. They've never been there. They don't have a father. They don't have a daddy. Let's not talk about it. Let's go do it. 
investing. We can turn this thing around so fast. Problem is, I don't want to submit to our Father who gave His Son so that we could be okay and we can get off the ship and face all of the fiery darts of the enemy. We don't even have to go to D-Day. We can be right here and face it and go right on through. Hallelujah. Here we go. Getting close. Oh, it's really quiet. Father, I ask this morning that you will raise up men of integrity. I ask that you will raise up men who will instruct other men. I ask that you will raise up men who are investing in others. They did an interview with Mike Martin. I'm just talking about where they are right now with Florida State Baseball. And in the interview, he said, it's never been about me. It's about these young men. And I hope that we can all finish strong and maybe win the World Series. I'm not talking about one particular team. I'm talking about a Christian leader. I'm talking about a coach. I'm talking about an individual isn't in it for himself, but he's actually looking out for others, and he's willing to go against the grain. Here we go. Just two to go. Biblical men are intentional. They're intentional. When my father said, my heavenly father, and I'm going through there and I'm swiping and I'm cleaning and I've got that thing going just really fast, turn around and go against that. Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Well, let's rewrite that. Well, I'm just going to tell you, church, the word is his bond. You're crazy to do that. And my father's word was his bond. I broke it, and it broke me. Hello? I'm almost finished. I broke the bond of the word that my father was pouring over my life. It didn't change him. It didn't change his home. It changed me. <laughs> Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. This is Paul, the former murderer, who just devastated the early church until he was transformed. How can you be transformed and still do the things you did before you were transformed? I don't get it. Being a very simple person. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you. So if you don't change this, you'll never discover his will. Come on now. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. Physical training is good. I need to remember that tomorrow morning. Huh. Boy, there are some days I just do not want to hold fast. I'm not going in there this morning. I don't care. I'm not going. But I'm going. Do you override yourself? Just a question. Do you ever override yourself and go, be quiet, stop it. Stop thinking like that. Straighten up, fly right. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and the life to come. There's another life to be lived. Huh. Someone wrote, and we're down the stretch with one to go. Listen closely. Joshua, I want to speak this into your life. I understand we're in a church service, whatever that means. Work on purpose, play on purpose, rest on purpose. Do not let yourself or anyone else waste your time. 
I want to read that again. Work on purpose. Play on purpose. Rest on purpose. Do not let yourself or anyone else waste your time. Hallelujah. How many have things you have to do this afternoon or this evening? Deadlines that you have to complete. Hold your foot to the fire and get it done. Guess who I was just talking to? Me. I've got things that I have to have done by the close of this day and be ready for major training tomorrow. Listen to me. I don't have time to be around people who waste time and then waste my time when my time frame is getting shorter every day. Come on now. Come on, church. Brother, don't you know you're going against the current? Yeah, buddy. Last one. Biblical men, let's go through them real quick, are men of integrity. They're men of instruction. They're men who make investments not in themselves. They are men who are very intentional. And then last, they are men who are inspirational. Two scriptures and then two quotes by Vince Lombardi. Man, I'd love to have met him. I got to meet John Wooden. He was the real deal. Humble, but forthright. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Whoa. Inspirational people receive inspiration from Scripture and obey what He commands. I need for you to be strong and I need for you to be courageous. Last verse. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. Now listen. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. What's, Pastor Dennis, what's that got to do with inspiration? Everything. He's steadfast. You can be too. His mercy is new and you can show mercy. He is faithful and you can be faithful. Down the stretch. Listen closely. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's, it is an all the time thing. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Then I'm going to jump for a moment. And John Wooden, he learned this from a farmer. And the farmer's name was Joshua. And Joshua was John Wooden's father. And this is what the farmer said. Make each day your masterpiece. I wished I could go back and start with what I know today and how out of sync we are in this society. I'd like to go back and start over. Because I now know how to fight. And I don't mean this, and I don't mean this, and I certainly don't mean this. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Vince Lombardi said, success is based upon a spiritual quality, a power to inspire others. I was reading to Robin the other day that Vince Lombardi had communion every day and he also did mass every day. Yes, you can be a Catholic and know Christ just as well as we can. 
You don't have to be a part of forward or a denomination to know Jesus Christ. But you must be born again. You must be born again. Well, I'd like for all the men to stand. Please, you don't, you don't have to come to the front. Young men, men, grandfathers. And background, please. So men, as we're standing, and young men that are standing, and my Father in heaven is watching to see if I'm a protector of his word and a presenter of his word. Men, what are we going to do? Four times greater risk of poverty. What are we going to do? Men, what are we going to do with the situation where we have more likely to have behavioral problems? One of the presenters in Orlando said, Stop thinking about if, start planning for when the next active shooter shows up. I remember the show. It's not my problem. It's not my job. I remember that. I remember who the person was, the actor. What are we going to do? Two times greater risk of infant mortality. Please do not listen to the world system or the culture. When they tell you, you don't count. Your voice doesn't matter. Yes, it does. You were created in his image to be leaders. What are we going to do when Lancaster and other places continue to have growth in prison, incarceration? What are we going to do, men, in regards to, well, I, I, I tell you what, coach. I, I don't really think it's a wise thing for our children to go out and go to parties, but we're going to host the party. And, and we're going to have whatever they want to bring in. Shh, shh. Let me jump in this thing and go opposite. Which way are you flowing? That's how you're talking? Let me show you how I'm walking. Hey! What are we going to do, men? Child abuse. More likely to face abuse and neglect. And what about this one? Education. Two times more likely to drop out of high school. You don't think you make a difference? Every one of us in this room. Men, we make a difference. You make a difference. You make a difference. Every one of you make a difference. I want you to get your shoulders back. I don't mean right this minute. And get your chest out. Get your head up. I know some of you have gone through hell. But let me tell you what Winston Churchill said. When going through hell, go through. Whew, it's a great quote. This isn't for the ladies today. They can kind of like, I hope you'll be an encourager to your husband or to your boyfriend. And oh, by the way, let me talk to the ladies for just a second, seven minutes. What kind of a man should you really want to date? A biblical man who has integrity, who receives instructions and passes instructions based on the Bible. They are able to invest. They are inspirational and above all, they're intentional. That's who you want to date. Just because he turns you on, he'll turn you off too. <laughs> so men, there's a job for us to do. And God is asking you to hold fast. If you delete this message, you may want to look on the horizon of your future. <gasps> I can't believe he just said that. Okay, let me say it again. If you delete this message and cast it to the sideline, you need to start looking at your future. Because the Holy Spirit gave that stuff to me. I'm not smart enough. I was with an individual from another county, which I'm not going to use because some of you would know him. Because he grew up in this county. 
And we were together all week and he wrote a note to me. And he said, the beginning of wisdom is when you know you don't know. But we live in a society right now, I know. I know, I already know, I already know, I already know, I know, I know, I know, I know. What do you know? I'm going to preach a message in the near future on what you don't know. There's three things everybody in this house doesn't know. But back to us, men. We have the privilege to alter the culture and the framework, listen, of our lives, of our homes, and then wherever God has stationed you and planted you. Will there be opposition? Of course. I was reading Greg Rochelle. I'm done. Greg Rochelle's devotional today. And he's got a big time ministry and somebody came to his door to witness to him about Christ and he never said a word about who he was. They didn't recognize him. I'm just telling you, you better get ready if you're going to buy into what you just heard. And this person who was out to win the lost ripped Life Church. Ripped Life Church. Just get ready. Weak Christians will come after you because you're trying to hold fast. And I said weak Christians. And Greg never said a word, just left it. But he, he ripped Life Church and the pastoral staff and how fake and phony they were. See how devilish the enemy is? All right, y'all ready? Let's go through it. Y'all ready? We're back in the locker room. Y'all ready? Father, I put on the belt of truth. What y'all standing and looking at me like that for? You already know I'm crazy. Come on. I put on the belt of truth. Say it with me. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. See, that's why, that's why, that's why he has to put Saul back over there. It's not easy for me. My pride gets in the way, but me reminds me every day. Get your belt on. Get your breastplate. I put on the good news shoes. I'm a peacemaker, not a troublemaker. I put on the helmet of salvation. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be conformed to this world. You're going to drop your pants down low. All oh, that stupid crap. <laughs> I put on the helmet of salvation. Do you know where the drop-down pants all started? In prison. And kids think that's really cool. And they walk down the street like this with their cell phone right here and they're holding on like this right here. Like, Lord Jesus, just take them off. Make it easy on yourself. What? So what do we got? We got the belt. We got the breastplate. We got the shoes. We got the helmet. We lift up the shield. But if you don't have a shield, you, it didn't bother Greg one, one bit. Pastor didn't, it didn't bother him one bit. I lift up the shield of faith. And I draw the sword of the Spirit. And you know what the sword of the Spirit is. It's not your mouth. It's the Word of God. Thank you, Daddy. I love you. <laughs> Daddy used to say to me, you'll be my dad. I'll be the son, okay? Because you're taller than I am. But he wasn't that tall. He was short too. He used to say to me, my word is my bond. And that's all I needed to hear because I knew he wasn't changing. Listen, the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. And he's never going to break his bond. Just because the church accepts sin and different lifestyles, show it to me in the book. Show it to me. 
I didn't say not love people. Show me. I'm after every wolf. On campuses, in communities, I've got my surveillance up. My awareness is like that. It's like that. I was checking everything when I was walking to the parking lot in Orlando. I was checking everything. And I'm not weird. I was checking everything. Because something's changed up here. Those of you that have been in the military, you know how important it is. Situational awareness. Word of the Lord never has changed. God's word's never going to change. He'll always forgive. He'll always restore. But he's not going to rewrite this. Please do me a favor. I don't know why he's... Please do me a favor. It's okay to disagree, but never try to change it. I mean, you can disagree with his word, but don't ever try to change it. Like, no, that's not really, yes, that's exactly what he said. (laughs) All right, we're done. One more time, men. I want to hear it this time. Come on, please. I put on the belt of truth. Um, But we're getting ready to go to war. We're getting ready to go out there and fight. Welcome to the jungle. I love that movie. Everybody got an A at the beginning. You ready? Will you help me do it a little bit more? Y'all ready? Come on, men. Come on, men. I put on the belt of truth. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I put on the good news shoes. I'm a peacemaker, not a troublemaker. I put on the helmet of salvation. I have the mind of Christ. Oh, let's pick that one back up. I have the mind of Christ. I lift up the shield of faith. And I draw the sword of the Spirit. You're ready. You always hug me like, holy Lord Jesus, he's strong. All right, you ready? Show me your stance. You ready? Because the wolf's coming at you. You ready? That's your stance? That's your awareness? Come on, man, you gotta be, you gotta, you're okay. Listen, I learned, I learned that, we're done, I learned that down there in Orlando. One of the first things that officers do is they look at the body language and your stance to see what they need to be ready for. I want you to be ready for the attacks of the enemy that will come when he's coming at you. Get ready. Go. There you go. I know you can. You can beat the heck out of me. I understand that. But what I'm saying is you got to be ready. you got to be ready. Because the enemy will come. Okay? And if he can't come that way, then he just kind of starts doing a little swirl. Oh, don't you want to join me? Heck no. I'm not joining you. I'm coming against that. All right, let's pray. House, will you stand together? Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.